This is HPR episode 2256 entitled Modular Game Scaling. It is hosted by Eric Duhamel and is about 5 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is how I allowed more display resolutions in a modular game design. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Again, Hacker Public Radio. This is Eric. I believe I introduced myself as Eric Duhamel once before. That was my cat Callie meowing at me. She wants attention. Uh, this episode will be a result of me trying to stop thinking too hard about it, just sit down and record a show about something that's been on my mind. I figure one of those would be of interest to hackers, so, so here we go. By way of introduction to the subject, I should probably mention that I am an amateur game programmer, among other things. I was recently confronted with a problem where I needed to adjust the display resolution of my video game project. I eventually decided to make it scalable by uh, designing the game at a, a basic minimal resolution and scaling up from that as needed. For the example I'm about to describe, the game design consists of three main parts, which would be the metagame, which includes the launcher, the gameplay module, which handles all the objects and interactions between them, and the graphics module, which handles all the graphics that will be put on the screen. The launcher only requires one more piece of information than normal in order to start scaling the game and that's the XY resolution, the height and width of the window that the user wants the game to be in. The launcher then passes this information on to the graphics module, and the only thing the graphics module does with this is decide on the size of the window to open. The launcher then passes this information on separately to the gameplay module. The gameplay module now knows a little bit about the space that it has to work with. But the design of the game itself doesn't necessarily need to do anything with this information. It can do pretty much whatever it wants. Assuming that there's more space now than the game was originally designed for, it could, for instance, use the extra screen real estate to just make bigger maps and cram more sprites onto the screen, or it could decide that the the size of the window just pans around a much bigger game area. Or perhaps it just leaves the extra space alone and gives the metagame room to put more information, uh, ancillary information, around the edges of the screen. Or it could use the extra space to just scale up the size of the playing field and the sprites to something that's a multiple of its original design size. 
if it does this, then it should record the new scale in a, an internal variable called scale. That way you can start passing that information along to the graphics engine. I mean the graphics module. Now when the graphics module sees that the game has a scale that's higher than one, uh, it also has a lot of freedom of choice in what it can do with this information. Uh, it could simply scale up the sprites so they're bigger, um, obviously they would be blockier. It could choose to use a higher resolution version of the sprites. Uh, same goes for both of those choi choices uh, when it comes to the tiles of a tile map or any sort of graphics in the game. Now, that's the end of my example. Uh, I've implemented some ideas from this example in the design of a game. Uh, and it seems to work pretty well. And I hope to use and describe this example as a way to demonstrate uh, how using the modularity inherent in object-oriented programming, you can make individual parts of the program much smaller and, and independent uh, to think about. It makes it easier to to wrap your well. It makes it easier for me to wrap my head around it and uh, and make different bits of a program interact uh, dynamically. Now, before I start rambling and attempt to make some sort of coherent conclusion, I'd like to wrap this up. Um, I hope my example could uh, help somebody else with their game project. I know it helps me to think about things this way. Uh, well, until next time, happy hacking. Uh, goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.